I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. No coach gains anything by forcing a player to fail. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and You get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group but working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all under one unifying philosophy known as work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. In today's topic, I want to share four key concepts, four key strategies that all up-and-coming athletes need to keep in mind. Now, even if you're not an athlete, you can still listen to what I'm going to share here today because these principles could apply even to you as an adult, even if you don't play sports, even if you're in business, these principles can apply because the stuff that I talk about here, usually you can take it and make it and draw a direct parallel. Even if I'm talking about sports, you can make a parallel to your life. When I'm talking about business, you can make a parallel to sports. I'm talking about life, you can take it back to sports or take it to business. So all of these principles that I share here on the show always have a direct parallel to whether it be sports, business, or life. It can apply to the other ones that I'm not mentioning. So before I get into this, let me tell everyone that I send out a daily motivation text every morning that I want you to receive. And for you to get it, all you had to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Text me there and every day, I'll send you a message that will keep you focused, sharp, and on point, guaranteed for that day in front of you. The number again, 305-384-6894. Now, four keys for young athletes. This is something that I was thinking about one day and all of these points came to me because I was just, I don't know what I was listening to that put the idea in my mind. But I was thinking if I ever was speaking to a group of high school athletes. This, that's the demographic that I'm targeting with this specific topic. This is what I would share with them. These are the things that I would tell them to do. If I was talking to my 16 or 17 year old self, 
right now and how it would help them moving forward in life. Point number one, topic once again, four key ideas that I would want a young athlete, up and coming athlete to understand. Number one, listen to your coaches. Now, this is a simple enough idea, but why is this so important? Why is why is this the first thing that I'm saying? Because as a former professional athlete who played at every level, one thing that I can understand now, looking back on my athletic career, is almost everything my sports coaches told me as a youth player, I found out later that it was true. Some of it I believed to be true when they told me. Some of it I did not. Some of it I wasn't really paying attention to when in one ear and out the other. Some of it I kind of halfway accepted and halfway did not. But what I know now, looking back on the things that my coaches would say, is that 99% of it was accurate. Now, let's be clear that sometimes some coaches who are human beings, just like you and I are, is that some of them were not so good at articulating their point in a way that everyone can understand it and everyone could accept it and everyone could apply it. But they were all directionally, they were all accurate. They were all going in the right direction with the things that they were sharing. Some coaches, again, as human beings, are always not as, not as good at communicating their ideas as clearly as they could have, the same way that you or I might not be as good at communicating our ideas as clearly as we could, at least to certain individuals. I mean, you have to remember the job of a coach. They're trying to communicate their perspective to 10, 20, 50 different people all at the exact same time. It's not going to land with everybody the exact same way. So your job as the athlete is to be disciplined enough to understand what direction is the coach really trying to point you, even if you don't like the choice of words or the choice of tone that that coach used when they were communicating with you or communicating with the group. You're only hurting yourself if you don't understand it, if you don't have that discipline to understand and the mental toughness to understand, okay, maybe I didn't like that choice of words or that choice of tone, but I understand what direction the coach is trying to go with that. So then I can go use it. This is why it's so important. And it's something that I've talked about in previous episodes. It's so important, especially for young athletes to have strong adult figures at home. Because when you have strong adult figures at home, i.e. your parents, then you're used to having somebody talk. You're used to having an adult talk to you in a certain way, in a certain tone where they can use certain choice words that you don't have to agree with. But if you have strong adult figures at home, you can accept it because you're used to being taught like that and you know how to respect authority. Whereas if you don't have strong adult figures at home, the coach talking to you like that might be the first time you ever heard anything like that. And you may recoil and push back against it. And the only one you're going to hurt by doing that is yourself because you may end up off of a team. You may end up losing an opportunity. You may end up developing a bad reputation, which causes other coaches to not want to deal with you. And it costs you more opportunities the further up you go. And it can end up ruining your whole career just because you didn't have the right setup at home and you didn't have the right influences around you so that you could understand how to respect authority. So when I say listen to your coaches, you can take the word coach out and say, just listen to people of, who are in positions of authority around you. Listen to the adults around you. They are trying to tell you something, at least the ones who have their heads on straight. They're trying to tell you something positive and send you in the right direction, even if you don't like what they're telling you. And sometimes it's going to have to be like that because they got to teach you things that you don't know because they're older than you or they're twice your age. They've seen things that you haven't seen. So maybe they know what they're talking about. Maybe not. It's possible that they don't, but maybe they do. Now, this, so this is what I mean when I say listen to your coaches. And again, as I'm telling you, I'm talking now, I have found that most of the things my coaches told me were true. Your job is interpreting what they are saying. And if you are not good at interpreting what your coach is saying, they said something that you are not quite feeling, 
then what you can do is remember what they said. You let me know what they said. All right, text me and let me know what your coach said to you. And I will interpret for you exactly what that coach is trying to tell you. Because while you might think your coach is hating on you or playing favorites or trying to block you from getting to your dreams, listen, I have no reason to hate on you or block you or play favorites. I don't even know who you are. So you tell me what the coach said and I'll tell you what they meant. All right, so then once you heard it from them and you heard it from me, all right, now you don't have no excuses. All right, because I'm not hating on you. So maybe you think your coach is hating on you, but I'm not. So you can tell me what they said and I'll tell you exactly what you need to know. Okay. Your coaches are giving you something that is well-intentioned and is pointed in the direction that they're trying to get you to go. Again, they might not all be super articulate, but they're trying to get you in the right direction. Your coach has no need to lie to you and they are incentivized to help you succeed because the better you do in the long run, they can put your name on their track record. All right. If you go to the NFL or the NBA, they can say, hey, such and such was on my team. All right. You know, such and such who plays for the, the Green Bay Packers or the San Antonio Spurs. All right. He played here. All right. That's, that makes them look good in the long run. And if you do well while you're playing for that coach, then the team is more successful. And every coach, even though they might say, hey, I want to make I want to turn you into you no know, great, bright young women or young men or I want. You go to college and get an education. Yes. At the same time, they want to win some games while you're playing for them, too. So they are incentivized for you to be successful. They have no there's nothing that they gain by you failing. No coach gains anything by forcing a player to fail. So everyone wants to win and be part of something that matters, including you as a player and your coaches. Again, they're human beings. They are no exception. Point number two. Today's topic, again, is four principal strategies and ideas, rather, that I want young athletes to accept and embrace. Number two. If you can, when you get the opportunity, get the hell out of your neighborhood and go away to school. And when I say school, I'm speaking specifically about college. You get an opportunity, especially if you're from the inner city, especially if you're from a neighborhood that might not be great. Get the hell out of that area and go away to school. Go somewhere else for a couple of reasons. Number one, so you can get out of that environment that may not be so positive. Number two, so you can see parts of the world and parts of life and sees parts of the world and parts of life that you otherwise would never see in that neighborhood that you're at and that you're from. And number three, because you're going to run into people and you're going to meet people that you otherwise never would have come across had you stayed in the environment that you come from. Because those people that you're going to meet when you go away, they would never come to where you're from. But if you go to where they are at, you're going to meet people from all different places and going to open your mind. It's going to open your eyes to things that you never had thought of before. Uh, things that you never would have seen had you stayed exactly where you were. For me, specifically, I went to, I'm, I'm from the city of Philadelphia, and I went to school at Penn State University. Now, I went to the Altoona campus. It was about three and a half hours from Philadelphia, so it wasn't really that far. But I remember when I was being recruited to college, not recruited as an athlete, but recruited academically, I was getting all kinds of uh, letters from all kinds of schools. I was looking at schools that were far away. I was looking at all kinds of schools that were far away. There was a school in Tennessee I was looking at. I was looking at, I got some mail from like USC and UCLA. I was thinking about, I wanted to go out there, not really thinking about it. I didn't really have the option. Now and I look back on it, I got recruited and I got a 50% scholarship to go to Morehouse College down in Atlanta, Georgia. All would have been great because I, I knew I wanted to go away. And the reason I knew I wanted to go away, even at 17, 18 years old, is because, I mean, even though we didn't have the internet like that back then, internet existed, but it was nothing like what it is now. We had TV, we had magazines, we had books, we had movies. I knew there was a whole lot more world out there than what I had experienced to that point. And I looked around at the people in my neighborhood, at the people I went to school with, at my school teachers, at the adults around me, at everything that I saw in my physical area 
And everyone came from there, grew up there, stayed there, and they died there. I didn't want that to be me. I knew I needed to do something to get away from that environment so I could possibly see what else existed out there. I didn't know what else existed out there, but I said, I know there's more out there than what I'm doing right now. I knew there were 50 states in America and I only been to one of them. All right, let me see what else is going on. Now, let me find out what else is going on in the world. So when I got my opportunity to get just a little bit away, I mean, I only went from Philadelphia to out, so I only went three hours away. But when I got an opportunity to go a little bit away, I went. And when I got there, I met, there was 100,000 people between all the campuses of Penn State. And I met all different types of people, people from all different places, people from all different backgrounds, people with different perspectives, people with different ideas. And that was one of the best things that happened to me, regardless of what was going to happen on the basketball court. Had I not even played sports, it was one of the best things that happened to me because I got to see other possibilities for life. I got to see other possibilities for myself. Another big thing that happens when you go away like that is that you get to create your own identity of who you are as a person or figure out who you are as a person. Because when you stay in the same environment that you grew up in, and you're around people who you've grown up around and they've always known you from a child, they're always going to see you a certain way. No matter what changes you make, no matter what you do, they're always going to see you a certain way. All right. Everyone understands this so with your family. Any of you who has a big family, you have people that have known you since you were really young. They always look at you a certain way, no matter how much you change and grow up as a person, they always see you that certain, as that certain type of person. It was not necessarily a negative thing, but at the same time, you might have another version of you inside of you that you want to show, but it might be hard to show it when everybody else is looking at you a certain way. But when you go away to school, let's say you go somewhere where nobody knows you and you don't know anybody. That was my situation. I went away to college. I didn't know anyone on that campus. I'd never been to that town before and nobody on that campus knew me. So when I got there, I got to create my own identity. I got to figure out who I was as a person because I wasn't, it wasn't tied to somebody who knew me 10 years ago, somebody who's known me since I was a baby. Nobody knew me there. So whatever I presented was who I was. And people accepted that because they didn't have anything else to go off of. So when you go away and go into a new environment and you could be 45 years old and take this, this advice and apply it in your life. That's why I said, even though I'm targeting this to athletes, this can apply to anyone. When you go away to a different environment, you get to see things and you get to become things that you otherwise might be maybe a little bit prohibited from seeing or becoming, or you might be a little bit self-conscious about becoming if you're around people who already know you, because now you're fighting against the current of what they think or what they expect of you versus what you actually want to do. It doesn't mean it's impossible for you to do it, but it just makes it a little bit more, it's a little bit more friction involved, if you understand what I'm saying. So that's why I tell anyone, when you have the opportunity, get out of your neighborhood and go somewhere else. This is where you can forge your own identity, figure out who you are as a person. You can mold your personality, mold your identity around who you want to be, not around what you think other people think you are or want you to be. Plus, depending on where you come from, again, depending on the environment you come from, especially if you're from the inner city, if you're from the hood, a change of scenery will show you some options that you would never see if you stayed where you were. Now, I understand the pull for some people. Some people don't want to go too far away. Some people get homesick and they just want to be around people that they know and around things that they know. And listen, I get it. I'm not telling you that you're wrong for thinking that way. I'm just offering you a different opportunity because if you want to, you can always go home. Okay. Like, like Dorothy said in the Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home. You always go home if you need to. All right. You know, so many people there All right, somebody lets you sleep on the couch. All right. You always go home if you need to, but to go away and get that opportunity to see a different world, you might never get that opportunity handed to you again, aside from your ability to do what you do on that field or on that court. 
So I would suggest you take advantage of it. That's my argument for going away and going to a different environment. Point number three, today's topic, once again, four ideas that I want young athletes to embrace. Number three, to maximize your ability as a performer. Make sure you are surrounding yourself with and engaging with people who are good enough to kick your ass every single day. These are the people that you need to be around. And this is another principle that applies to everybody. This is why in the business world, we have mentors. We have mastermind groups. This is why we have coaching programs. This is why we have this. This is why we have courses. This is why we have events. Why? So that you can get around people and learn from people who are doing or are playing the game at a higher level than you are, but not to make you feel bad so that you can see there is a higher level to go to. And by being around those people, you have no choice but to step your game up or leave the room. There's only two choices you got. This is why you need to be around people who are playing at a higher level than you as an athlete. Number one thing that an athlete can do to step their game up is to be playing with people who are better than them every single day to where you have two choices. Step your game up and get better or get the hell off the court. That's it. Those are the only options you got. Number one way any person figures things out in life, in sports, in business, is to get around higher level individuals and then stay around those higher level individuals. Even once you realize that they're playing a game at a level that you cannot, you didn't even know this level existed. You need to stay around them. That discomfort that you're feeling because of the level that they're at compared to the level you're at, you need to stay in that. You need to stay in that energy. This will force you to sink or swim, pick your game up, catch up to the speed of how things are happening, or you're going to fall flat on your face and die. That's it. Most of the time, dramatically, we figure it out and we step our games up. That's what happens most of the time with us humans. Why? Because humans, we have a, an amazing capacity for expansion and adaptability. All of us do. The challenge is that we never test that capacity for expansion and adaptability. We basically stay in the same places, doing the same things over and over again. We never challenge ourselves to step our games up. Even though we had a capacity to do so, if you never challenge yourself to do it, then you'll never find out that you could. But let this be your invitation to go do so. Let this be your invitation to go get around some people who are playing the game at a higher level than you so you can learn some things that you need to do so you can take your game to a higher level. And as a matter of fact, as I'm saying that right now, an idea just flashed in my mind is something that I need to do as soon as this episode is over, something I need to go do and get started with where I'm going to be learning something from some higher level individuals that's going to help me take my game to a higher level. So I'm understanding everything I tell you here on this show, just so y'all understand, everything I tell you here on this show is not just for you, it's for me too. I'm reminding myself of some of the things that I know and reminding myself of some things that I need to do. Sometimes when I'm telling you things, it reminds me of something that I got to do for myself, because I'm unqualified to give you this if I'm not following my own advice. All right, you follow me? We all have this capacity for expansion, but we never test our capacity. The way you force yourself to test it is to get around people who are playing a game at a higher level, and you'll find that your capacity is much more than you thought it was. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is points for strategies and ideas, rather, that I want young up-and-coming athletes to embrace, specifically high school-age athletes. Let's talk about school. Because if you live in the United States of America and you're playing sports, school is the vehicle to help you continue to get yourself seen, heard, and known athletically and for you to develop your game, which you need. You don't just need exposure. You also need to improve so that you could possibly, possibly set yourself up to be part of the 1% who gets to play pro. Now, I understand that there are a few other options that are popping up here. We have well, in football, there aren't a bunch of other options just yet. But in basketball, we're seeing a few other options. In basketball, we're seeing the G League has some options. There's another league popping up. I think it's called Overtime Elite for Basketball. Then you have uh, LeVar Ball had a league, but I don't think it exists anymore. 
now you have the name, image, and likeness to where you could go to school, but you could actually make money. So now you don't have to be playing for free so much anymore. You can monetize your name, image, and likeness. And the thing is this, for if you decide to go to school route, you go and play college sports. Everyone understands the deal, right? Uh, this is not news to anybody that you have to go to class and you have to have a certain grade point average and you know, get certain grades so that you can play your sport. Now, if you're an athlete, and I'm speaking specifically to the athletes out there who don't like school, don't really want to do the school thing, quote unquote, and they just want to play ball. They just want to play their sport, whatever that sport happens to be. Now, for all of okay, let me I'm going to get back to you all in a second. Now, for all of you out there who understand the concept of going to school, you want to go to school, you want to get a degree, you understand that there's life after sports, you understand that. Maybe you are even of the mind that you're not even trying to play pro in your sport. You just want to play in college, you want to, but you want to get your degree. You want to take it serious because you know you want to do other things in life besides play sports. What I'm about to say is not directed at you, but you should listen anyway, because you might have a teammate who needs to hear this. And maybe you'll be able to explain it to them better than I can. But I'm going to say it right now. And this is specifically for young black men playing football and basketball. Because we want to make sure we're saying this right. Because these are these are the specific group of athletes that seem to have this problem. And I'm qualified to say this because I've seen it. They've been teammates of mine. They've been friends of mine. And I've seen them blow their opportunities. All right. So we're not going to sugarcoat this. Young black men playing football and basketball. Are y'all the ones that end up ineligible, not playing your sport? Not because you can't play, but because you didn't want to go to class or because you didn't want to go to school, even though you're in college, which makes no sense. And I hear from these athletes all the time. I hear from athletes all the time who say to me, Dre, look, I want to play pro on my sport, but I just don't want to go to school. I'm like, all right, well, are you LeBron James? Because if not, then you need to go to school because you ain't good enough to play pro yet. I've said this many times. This is not news. Anyone who maybe you heard hearing me for the first time, this is not the first time I've said it. All right, so check this out, athletes. Young black male athletes, football and basketball players. It is not that you have trouble performing on a quarter of the field, you mess up in the classroom, or you mess up by not being in the classroom, and then you blow your opportunity to do your thing in sports. The system as we have it today, as of this recording, is that you go to school, you get good enough grades, and then you get to play your sport. If you're good enough in your sport, then you can go play pro. All right, that's how it works. Everyone understands that. Is that news to anybody? All right, everybody knows that, right? Knowing that you're in that system, your job is not to complain about the system or to you know, try to be some maverick against the system because they're not going to change it just for you. Your job is to learn the hustle of the system. Episode number 1210 of this very show, I told you, don't complain, play the game. Learn the hustle. The hustle is get good enough grades in school so that you can pass and be eligible so you can play your sport. And if you're that good at your sport, you'll get to go pro. But if you're not in class and you become ineligible, nobody will know that you're good at your sport. You won't get better at your sport because you're not playing against high level people every day. And you blew your whole opportunity. And now you got to go do something else. Who knows what that's going to be? You got to learn how to play the game. Do not blow your opportunity by making bad ancillary decisions. I talk about this when I talk about consistency, when I talk commitment, when I talk being a professional, are the ancillary decisions that you make. Anyone doesn't know what that means. Ancillary means the supporting objects, the supporting elements of a situation. For example, when you're, a, when you're an entrepreneur, your ancillary supporting elements are you might have an assistant. They are ancillary to you doing your main thing as an entrepreneur. You might have Wi-Fi is ancillary to me doing what I'm doing right now because I'm going to record this. and I'm going to upload it somewhere so that my audio person can download it and they can edit it and they can put it up. If I don't have Wi-Fi, that ancillary element 
then it stops me from doing my main thing. You understand what I'm saying? My phone is an ancillary element. I have books that I want to write. I do a lot of typing on my phone, but so I don't have a phone. It's not that I'm not good at writing books, but I don't have the element that will allow me to do it. So the ancillary things are the supporting structures around the main thing. If your main thing is playing sports, an ancillary decision that you must make is going to school. Go to class, get the grades. If you fuck that up, then it destroys your opportunity to do the main thing, which is playing sports. Now, when you're in school, here's the good thing about being an athlete, especially if you're a scholarship athlete at a big school, is that they provide all of the ancillary elements to help you be successful. All right, there are tutors specifically for sports teams. There is an academic advisor specifically for the athlete. That's their whole job is to make sure athletes go to class and get good grades while they play their sport. That's their entire job. You know why? It, none, some of you might have never thought about this. Let me ask this question. And I'm going to put you on some game. Do you know why colleges employ a person whose full-time job is to make sure athletes go to class and remain academically eligible? You ever thought about that? You know colleges have this person, right? That's their whole job. Their only job is to make sure athletes, just the athletes, go to class and get good grades and stay eligible. Now, why would a school give a damn about that? Why would they, why would they create a full-time position? They get that person the office and everything, picture on the website, everything. Why do they do that? You know why they do that? Because the sports teams bring in a lot of fucking money. This is about, it comes down to money. It ain't all about money, but it comes down to money. Sports programs bring in a lot of money. They bring a lot of prestige. They bring attention. They attract boosters who give money to the university. They attract people who want to come to the university. Like how many people do you know who went to a certain school because they were a fan of the football team or the basketball team and they don't even play football or basketball, but they are such a fan of their people who go to Duke or Penn State or USC or Alabama or Florida or LSU or USC because they're a fan of the sports team and they don't even play the sport. Never played it in their lives. They know they weren't going to play it. They just went to the school because they were a fan of the sports team. It brings in tuition. And those people who go who don't play sports, guess what they do? They pay tuition. And guess what tuition is? Tuition is money. And money is how all of those people get paid. All right. You go look at the house. Look up. Go Google the picture of the house of the, the chancellor or the president of a college, one of those big universities. All right. It's a pretty nice house. I guarantee you it's a nice house. You know how I know? Because they make a lot of money. They want that money. They want you athlete to be eligible and they want you to play because you playing well makes the team look good. The team looking good brings in more students and more students coming in means more people we could charge tuition to. They ain't on scholarship. They got to pay in cash and they'll take that cash. They want you to be successful. They set up the ancillary elements to help you succeed, but you still found a way to fuck it up. Don't blow your opportunity. Go to school. Know the hustle. Take advantage of the tutors. Take advantage of the academic advisors. Take advantage of the study halls and all of that. And I'm going to give you one more hustle that they won't tell you about this in the brochures. Your coach might not even be able to tell you this, at least not out loud, is that at least not in public, rather. If you're an athlete playing a sport at a college, especially basketball or football. All right. If you play basketball or football at a college, everybody knows who you are. When you go to class, everybody knows you're on a football team or the basketball team. They all know basketball team, only 15 people. So everybody knows who you are. Football team is like 50, 60, 70 people might be in a program, but everybody knows you're on a football team, especially if the football team's any good. People know you. And especially for you young men, there are young ladies in those same classes that you might not be going to who, let's say you're, you suck at a certain class. You're not doing good at that class. You don't like going because you feel embarrassed and you're not doing well. You don't understand the material. You know you're going to fail. So you just stop going to class. Let me tell you why you should go to class. I'm going to tell you how to kill two birds with one stone here. All right. Actually, you're going to kill three birds with one stone. The three birds are you get to play your sport, you're going to pass the class, and you can make some friends at the same time. Here's how you do it. Go to class. If you don't understand the material, look around the classroom. I guarantee you there are some young ladies in that class 
who know who you are, or at least they have an inkling of who you are by your your stature, your physical stature that you play a sport, and they're interested in you. And they'll be even more interested when they know you play a sport. And guess what? They'll be even triple interested when they know that you need help with that class because they have a A average in that class and they'd be glad to help you out. They'd be glad to help you study at her apartment this afternoon. So boom, three birds, one stone. You meet the girl, you pass the class, you get to play your sport and you made a friend. Who knows? Who knows where that may lead? Go to class. And listen, I went to a division. I went to a division three college. We were not some big time, big money program. And I saw this firsthand through my eyes. Now, you're at a D1, you're at a D2, you have some high level NAIA or JUCO. I know what's happening on your campus. This happens everywhere. All right. The world is wide, but it, it repeats itself. All these things happen over and over again. So go to class, meet a young lady in the class who's doing well in class because she's not trying to go to the NBA or NFL. She don't have that option. So she needs to actually do good in school, unlike you. So she's going go to go to class. She knows the stuff. She will help you study. She will help you understand. She will help you pass the test. You could study with her. You will pass. She gets the feeling of knowing that she helped an athlete succeed and helped the football team and the basketball team do well. You get whatever ancillary benefits come from that relationship. You understand what I'm saying? You get to play your sport. You get to pass the class. And maybe you just get to make it to the NFL. And she could say she played a role in that and whatever role that becomes. You follow what I'm saying here? This is all part of the hustle. And I don't know if you're I know your coach can't say this out loud. He might tell you in private. You can't tell anybody he told you. I can tell you it because I don't I don't have a job. Nobody can fire me. I can tell you this stuff straight up. If you need any more help with this, then you get in touch with me. But do not fool yourself into thinking that you have options that don't exist when it comes to sports. If you need to do the school thing, do the school thing. You might need those four years to work on your game and get better. There's too many athletes who reach out to me who think they can go from playing in high school to playing pro just because they think they're that talented. Again, if you ain't LeBron James, you might need to get a little bit better. Now, humble yourself a little bit that you might need to get better. And school is the best place to do it because you get to perform in a structured environment against people who are better than you and you get to get seen. That's the other thing that you need. All right, you can't just be some nobody at the playground or on YouTube thinking you're going to go to the league. All right, how is that going to work? Now, right, let's not be stupid here. Now, let's not blow our opportunities. Let's recap today's class, which says four keys for young athletes. Point number one. Listen to your coaches. Even though they may not have the right choice of words, directionally, they are telling you what is actually going to help you. If you can't interpret what they're actually trying to get across from you, remember what they said. Tell me what they said, and I will interpret it for you because you know I have no reason to hate on you. So if I tell you the same thing your coach told you, then you know it's not hate. You know you just need to toughen up and do what they told you. Point number two, get out of your neighborhood and go away to school if you can. This is an invaluable thing for me. You get to see new environments, meet new people, see new things, see new experiences, new possibilities for your life. And listen, you can always go back to your neighborhood if you want to. Your neighborhood ain't going nowhere. All right. Go away and see new things in life. Meet new people. Point number three, you need to be around people who can kick your ass every single day. Why? Because this will force you to either step your game up or you will curl up in a ball and die. One or the other. Most of the time you will step your game up because human beings have an amazing capacity for expansion and stepping our games up. The challenge for many of us is not that we can't expand, is that we never ask ourselves to expand. When you ask yourself to expand, you will find a way to do it. Trust me. Number four. School is the hustle for playing your sport. All right, learn how to play the game. I told you this in episode 1210. This is especially true for young black male athletes who play football and basketball. I'm pointing y'all out specifically because y'all are the ones who fuck it up the most. And I have seen them do it. So I'm qualified to say this. So anybody got a problem with it, you let me know. These are the two sports where I see players blowing their opportunities the most. And I just told you what the hustle is. First of all, the system is you play your sport. You go to school, you get to play your sport. That's not news to anybody. Here's the hustle. In school, 
They put together all of these ancillary elements to help you be successful. You know why? Because you being successful helps them be successful. They want you to succeed. Or your school does not want you to fail. They want you to succeed because it helps them make money. And everybody needs to make money because you all need food, clothing, shelter. Here's the hustle. Go to class. If you don't know the subject, look around the room. There's a girl in there who knows you play on the football or the basketball team. They Googled you. You don't even know they Googled you. They know who you are. They will help you succeed in that class. They will help you study. They will help you get ready for the test. They will help you pass. You get them a couple tickets to the game and they will cheer for you while you help the team win the championship. That's the hustle. All right. As long as you're a heterosexual male, that's a pretty good hustle. I don't think how could, how could you possibly have a problem with that hustle? I mean, I, I just helped you kill three birds with one stone, the girl, the class and sports at the same time. I should be charging you for this information. Send me a text. Tell me the best thing you got from today's class. And or if you just want to get my daily motivation every day, my number is 305-384-6894. And work on your game university. Bulletproof Masterminds group coaching. Third day mastermind is the one-on-one coaching. Both available at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.